0: What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross-like music. And this is The Super Sunnual Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Hello, and welcome along to this month's edition of the Music for Modern Living radio
1: show, right here on Blue and Green Radio. You're locked in with me, Nigel
0: Gentry. Party people, this is Mr. V of Confessions of a Curly Mind, broadcasting through Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Right,
1: the vibe with DJ Ronnie Brown. Twisted souls.
0: You're listening to the Blue and Green podcast, and I hope you enjoy what we are going to say.
1: Blueandgreenradio.com
0: Welcome friends, you're tuned into another episode of the Blue in Green podcast How are you? Thank you for your time and your company today My name's Imran and uh, we have an excellent show lined up for you today Before we jump in, a uh, quick reminder that this podcast series runs in conjunction with Blue in Green Radio You, you can check us out at www.blueingreenradio.com We are the online London-based uh, internet radio station We uh, celebrate Contemporary soul, jazz, funk, R&B, uh, Latin music, and hip-hop, and um, we are just incredibly fortunate to be able to host shows from across the world, from the US to Australia to Japan, and of course London, so um, and the UK. So uh we're incredibly proud of our content and we'd love for you to check us out. We have uh, as I said, this podcast series typically uh is 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 me having the opportunity to uh connect with our blue and green radio presenters from across the world and also we've managed to extend that into a host of uh just incredible artists that we've um just crazy uber fans of and uh it's just awesome to be able to sort of connect with people the way we do through this podcast series so um today's episode is mega mega exciting we um i suppose we could call this something of a companion episode to episode 53 of the podcast series which saw us talk to the amazing uh deborah jordan and um, was, that was following the release of her third solo album, See in the Dark, through Futuristica Records. Today's episode uh, is going to see uh, me talk to DJ Simon S., uh, better known as Simon Schofield, and um, he's the head of Futuristica Music. He is a uh, multifaceted and versatile producer. He is an artist in his own right, and through a pinch yourself series of events we now get to claim that simon is a blue and green radio presenter uh which is just incredible to be able to say um kind of our, our us being able to connect to uh, futuristica in the way we have as we said with uh, this podcast with simon through uh, our show with uh, deborah jordan as well it's just been amazing so it's um so this week we're celebrating uh, Futuristica Week on Blue and Green Radio. So we have this episode with Simon, and then we're going to have. Uh, please check the um, the Facebook page because that will give you all the times and dates of all the shows that we have scheduled. Uh, it's a great lineup. Uh, on Monday we're going to have a get to know double, which is really exciting, uh, an episode with uh, Simon S, and an episode on the Futuristica music. Tuesday we're going to have a. A remixes, uh, B-sides, uh, and rarities episode or show focusing on the music of the indelible Deborah Jordan. And then on Thursday, we have a two-hour uh, kind of Futuristica, all-music uh, deep dive into the label. Um, it's a really, really exciting lineup. Uh, Simon's show, Futuristica Radio, is going to air on the first Sunday of every month on Blue in Green Radio. Uh, start time 8 p.m. Um, and uh, obviously check the website check the Facebook page for more information really excited uh, about, about everything involved uh, about the uh, the episode the uh, the conversation you're about to hear and uh, and yeah futuristica uh, being a part of blue and green radio is really really exciting for us um, so uh, this is um, as I said a great conversation we get to talk to Simon about uh, uh, futuristica as a label and um, The fact that next year, 2021, will be a 15th year Uh, which is an incredible achievement. I think it's it's an incredible achievement. So we get to talk about that. We get to talk about Simon as a solo artist in his own right and uh, his passion for producing. Uh, So uh, regular listeners of the episode, uh, regular listeners, beg your pardon, of the podcast will know that we feature two songs on every episode. Our guest, Simon, will be picking our closing number, and it's a gorgeous number. Uh, But I get the opportunity to pick the opening one and it's a, this is a song we reference in the conversation uh, and I'm going to go with the Simon S. remix of uh, Sun Ra's When There Is No Sun and I think I I was listening back, I think I referenced Dave Gilmore guesting on the song Oh, for shame! Uh, it was John Gilmore, and uh, that was mega embarrassing. I can't remember if I've ever edited that part out. In honesty, <laughs> I probably should have. But I'm not sure if I did. I don't know. Don't know if I did. Uh, but it's John Gilmore, so uh, shame on me. So this is the Simon S remix of that gorgeous song, and it's a, just a really great version of it so i was i was excited to play it so uh let's jump straight in thank you very much for tuning in as i said my name's iran you're listening to the blue in green podcast please feel free to check us out at www.blueingreenradio.com and i hope you guys enjoy today's episode You, man thank you so much for making the time I, i'm really looking forward to that kind of hanging out with you are you well
1: yes very very well i'm very uh honored to to be doing this so it's all good my friend how are you
0: yes yeah, not bad very kind of you to say yeah not bad at all how is that uh, i guess the opening question is like quarantine life how's how's that been treating you over the last insane three months has it been uh, a pleasant period in its own right or are you climbing the walls <laughs> trying to
1: Ooh. trying to get out wow um if I'm honest it's been a really great time
0: excellent
1: <laughs> i I feel like i you know I shouldn't say that but you know t- to be to be honest about it with myself first of all i've had I've had time to think and reflect and then you know look at look at creating new things mm. and I've been lucky enough to have a bit of time to like kind of you know have work move around that nicely that time and give me the space to start, you know, really formulating things for the label and hmm. the next kind of you know 18 months worth of, of, uh, intense thought that I, I usually put into these things because I get a bit obsessive. So wow. I've needed the time for the obsession.
0: That's excellent. It's, 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 it's a lovely positive outlook. I got asked uh, recently, uh, someone asked me, what have I learned about myself? Mm. over the quarantine period i didn't have an answer but i thought it was a great great question and we have two kids at ours so (laughs) there's probably not that much time for thought but um i thought that was a great question as well so how do you have an answer for that
1: one well what have i learned about myself yeah um that have gone deep already yeah this is we're mining this i'm thinking (laughs) that i've learned that i have to listen to more of my records because you know it, it's it's an opportunity to do that, but then you, I find with lots of space and time, I tend not to do that because it's kind of not urgent. So mm. I've learned to kind of manage the time better and go right. I'm going to do this here and listen to some records, and I'm going to you know do some of the label management stuff here, and so maybe I've been able to you know manage myself better as a result. Well-
0: what was your thought process about music you had made before? Were you, was it a case of you're like, well, I've done it. Now I've got to move on. Or did you, you know, like some actors say they cringe looking at themselves on TV. What was your connection to the music you had made? I imagine there's a great deal of pride attached to it.
1: Well, as, as a label, yes. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's been a, lo- a long journey so far and a good journey, interesting journey. And I think, you know, on reflection, um it's just nice to have seen seen how that's grown and the people that have have kind of, you know, solidified their their sort of standing in our family really. It's nice to see the people that I hoped would stick around have. And um that's kind of been nice because I I don't look at it as a it's more it's more a kind of friends and family situation and then we do music. So it's kinda of like as mm. important as the music is, it's secondary. If that if that makes sense,
0: absolutely. I mean, futuristic has really, I think, established itself as that very fam- familial kind of uh, type label. Where the, it, I think, the closeness with you guys, even just the way you guys interact on Facebook and the way uh, you guys uh, make music together, the way everyone's involved in each other's projects. I mean, uh, that closeness really, really shines through, and I think has helped the label in its status in in a lot of ways.
1: Oh, that's that's lovely to hear
0: that's lovely yes, yes excellent so i mean on that note i mean first, i guess probably a great place to sort of start is to, to to say congratulations with the immeasurable success of uh the new deborah jordan record see in the dark which is just <laughs> just getting waves of praise and plaudits i mean congratulations to you to, to you to both to you to to deborah to the the team involved in putting that project together what is it like to kind of work on something for so long and then see it be received in such an incredible way
1: well it's you know it's it's wonderful it's wonderful it's it's been a not a labor of love it's it was you know these things were always going to happen but you know the people involved all have lives so you know we i have to accommodate that as much as i've wanted to put that record out in various stage at various stages for so long um actually, it, it came together at the right time. And, and that shows, I think, in the, in the kind of the, uh, the feedback it's got. Um, mm. it, it's, it's happened at the right time. It, it, it was created, uh, fully created and realised at the right time. And the team, have, the team behind Deborah's uh, project has been amazing. I mean, you know, uh, Mark Rapson has been instrumental in um, basically mixing most of that record and producing half of it at least. So um, that that was amazing just to have him so involved um, at, at a time when, you know, at, at one point we didn't think we would have him involved as much because he was just so busy with things. Yeah. Um, and then the other guys involved, um, K15 and uh, Mecca83, Evan Jones. Um, it, you know, just to have these guys in on it. Um, even a, a guy we worked with called Tris Brown um, even got a track on there um, which I was so pleased about because, you know, I want him to do more with us as as a producer. He's great. So, yeah, mm. just to see that feedback's been been incredible because secretly I knew it was very good, um, you know, but you never know until you sure. put it out there.
0: And it came out at such an insane period as well. So for it still to be uh, uh, sort of embraced, I think, the way it has been, is also doubly uh, uh, special, I would have thought.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, and when that was <laughs> when things were starting to look bad um in the world and we were thinking, well our release date's in May, what 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 do we do? Uh, you know, we, this there are things that are important to us like putting an album out we've worked so hard on, but there are more sure. important things to do in the world, like try and get through this thing together, but it had to it had to go out, everything was in motion. So that was a bit touch and go for us. But people seem to find that helpful to them having that record come at that time yeah so, yeah what, yeah, what wonderful it's beautiful thing to yeah beautiful things here
0: yeah it's and it's amazing to to see it as well to see that the kind of the reaction from people when uh, uh reviews and the airplays and just the comments and everything that it's mm. it's been getting. It's it feels incredible just to just to see it, just to see it unfold. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's uh it's very special. And it's you mentioned Mark Raps and he uh obviously was the producer for their project's lead single, I'll see you again, which you know, uh we we could write we could do our entire podcast about that song. I mean, it's poignant to 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 Deborah, obviously being written about her mother. Um, one of the things that I we didn't get to talk about uh, was the video, which is it's an excellent video. Uh, were you involved in the production of that much?
1: A, a little bit, um, yeah. I mean, t- t- to be honest, it was all it was all Mark Rapson. I mean, he you know from creation of the the, the sound bed for the track, and then once Deborah uh, you know got into that and written what she uh she put together for that track Rapson was like right let's do a video and he 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 literally directed it filmed oh, it, wow. edited it just put the whole thing together I mean I, I had a couple of locations locally to where we are here but I mean that's pretty much my input I mean he he just took control of that glad you know thankfully and um did just did an amazing job on that I can't I still can't believe how good that came out the
0: video is amazing yeah it is a great video obviously the song is flawless but uh again the video is is great it's it's great um yeah visuals and everything it's just perfect great accompaniment um and there's remixes for the project on the way as well i believe
1: (laughs) do you know it's very very funny because i literally five minutes before you you uh you know let me know about this on air or you know being being done live as we speak now um, I just got delivered the final remix for the little package we 're putting together for later in the year oh
0: brilliant
1: so we 're very happy <laughs> we 're very very excited about that that 's excellent are, They are people we 've wanted to work with for a long time, and you know they 've come through and it 's just you know wow that 's um, right you haven
0: 't released i won 't i certainly won 't hound you for it, but you've uh, you haven 't released the name, but the names I think you yourself and deborah have teased that they 're quite impressive. Uh, the list of people on it which is exciting yeah so, uh, i mean they, i wish you unlimited success with it
1: thank you they're just people we really really love and respect mm-hmm. musically and you know they, they they happen to be pretty um pretty good people in their field so it's great to to do that
0: wonderful and so i guess the, the success of this album comes at and also a very poignant time for futuristica bearing in mind that next year i believe is the 15th year of the label is that right yeah yeah it is it is 15, how
1: exciting wow. is that 15 years wow yeah yeah so we're gonna to have to cook up some, some things for next year <laughs> which i'm kind of you know i'm kind of yeah i'm trying to get my head on that one but it's a <laughs> big thing to, to you know to get involved with right now but it could be interesting
0: in this day and age for an independent soul label to go 15 years and just be getting stronger that's pretty incredible right you again you must have an incredible amount of pride i know you sort of alluded to it already that your pride is attached to the label but i mean it's it's incredible to that you're you you've progressed this far right
1: uh, yeah i mean you know i i, I think i think you know it, you know to keep it in perspective i think as a, as a yeah as a very small independent label that basically operates on a you know, a kind of um, friends and family. You know, kind of hobby level. Um, right. We we you know we still we you know we still put uh, yeah, amazing amounts of effort into the individual projects we do. So knowing that we we've, we've been able to do that for so long is great. Um, but you know, I, I would be lying if I if I uh, wasn't talking about how excited I am about the next year. Brilliant. You know, from from this this day forward, there's a lot of great exciting things.
0: Uh, in the pipeline yeah i mean i um i'm yeah i'm super excited i mean i imagine uh well my fingers across that we'll we'll be getting a georgie sweet uh full length uh i imagine perhaps perhaps next year or
1: um well i yeah i, I just got the the masters for the album back today as well, so I've got oh, to, I've got to sit and go through. Busy them. day, Jeez. <laughs> It's been a good day, and then and, and now speaking to you, what a fantastic no, finale! I've
0: ruined it, I've ruined
1: it. No. no, 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 no. Yes, Georgie. Georgie is um, you know, she's immensely talented, as you know, and um yeah, uh yeah. So the album's probably set for October.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, so
1: we're very excited Jeez. about that too. Yeah.
0: So I mean, she's been uh, kind of bubbling away with you guys for for a while. She also yeah. uh, we have two two official singles that she's released. She yes. also appears on your uh, album "Music for Alternative uh, Souls" as well, right? Mm-hmm. She's a guest vocalist uh, as well. So you've you kind of yeah, she's been on your not your radar, but she's been on the on yeah. the books for quite a while, which is really exciting to to kind of see that full length come to fruition.
1: Yes, very much so. But you know, she's um, she's been you know she's been coming around the house and, you know, hanging out for a few years and, and just, you know, we've just been just vibing a little bit, you know, on and off. And, um, she was working with Deborah for a little bit and, um, it was, it just, it just happened naturally. We were able to just, you know, persuade her to, to, to do it because, you know, she's, she's very, um, she's very shy and timid, uh, but doesn't understand how good she is, which is a good thing. I think, because I think anyone else that good would probably, you know, take it the other way yeah so um we're glad that she's kind of she's very centered as well about it and um letting us kind of you know move this forward for her and with her mm.
0: that is really exciting so yeah a couple of great singles uh that you guys have managed to release thus far so uh yeah really excited about uh the full length
1: great thank you
0: um what what kind of your again looking at sort of harking on that 15 year kind of mm. uh tag for you guys what are your kind of earliest memories of uh, futuristica like what contributed to the decision to actually start the label for you
1: okay so <laughs> um <laughs> the first project we we put out was called low budget soul which yeah. was a, a, a soul record by um, a producer called tris brown who's um, who's got a track on the, the deborah album i mentioned earlier yeah. hmm. um and he's, a, he's an amazing beat maker has been for many many years and that was going to be released on my other my older label called abstract blue um which is from many many years back but i had to fold the label for for various reasons at that point but i didn't want to just leave low budget soul sat there it was just such a you know great i loved it i loved that record so i just said well let me let me start something else just to put that out uh essentially and then um it sort of snowballed from there
0: that's super cool. So, the, uh, obviously, the previous label was attached to Break Reform releases. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that was the label that that we put together just to release Break Reform, pretty mm. much. Yeah. Pretty have you?
0: Uh, is, w- your kind of was there ever uh, much dealings with, say, uh, like mainstream labels, or has have you always been fortunate enough to be able to be releasing your own stuff, kind of through your own lanes?
1: Um, well futuristic generally was um almost kind of like a, a defiant you know creation to say just, we we just got to do this our way because you know i would had dealings earlier on with abstract blue or with break reform anyway with labels bigger labels saying you know come and see us and we'll talk about doing projects and that you know it's just just doesn't sit well when they start talking mm. to you about you know various various ideas they might have about what's trendy at the time and what you should sound like. And it's kind of like, okay. So yeah, it was, <laughs> it was out of that one into another independent label. Thank you. You're right. Yeah.
0: Do you find that? So that's really interesting. Cause uh, like now you are be, you're on the other side of that. This is a question I think I asked Deborah as well. So I always mm. find it a really fascinating scenario for, you, for someone like yourself who where you've, we've sort of, you've got that stance about being told to, to how to sort of present yourself in you wanting to take the reins of your, your own kind of music and career. So Mm. now you're on that side where you're responsible for other artists that under the sort of futuristic banner, how do you kind of, how do you wear that tag of kind of that management hat? Is that difficult to, to, to kind of fit into that kind of role or are you kind of, do you enjoy it as such?
1: I, yeah, I mean, I do, I do enjoy it, but I remember many, many years ago, in the in the 90s somewhere um a good good friend was still one of my best friends um Ohaji Kamara nice. um, said to me one day
0: Aztec right yes Aztec productions yeah
1: precisely yes yes Aztec productions we did that project together but even before that project he said to me so I just stopped mucking about and just put people's music out with you <laughs> I, I, I just I laughed and said, well, okay. And he just said, look, you're just always talking about, you know, ideas for all these guys that we all do work with and they never put anything out. Why don't you just do it? And it took me, you know, maybe 10 years before before I actually figured out I could do that. Mm. So I kind of have that that head on all the time. It's like, well, you know, if it's good enough for that guy, then I'm going to go with that. And, and I always have that in, in my mind.
0: Amazing, yeah, very prophetic in its own way, wasn't it? Very cool. <laughs> very much. Very much. It's...
1: He's, a, he's a wise man. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so, like, I, we kind of touched on, like, in terms of from break reform to to Aztec to mm. like a whole host of collectives that you've you've kind of been a part of yeah. uh, for for years, for years. So, I was always really surprised that music for alternative souls was your debut solo album and that came out that was 2018 right yeah I
1: think. Did,
0: so. like were you i don't know i always i always thought oh like cool simon s music and i remember i picking up songs from it at the time and having stuff and it never occurred to me that that was your very first solo project <laughs> Obviously, sun circle messiah etc etc but yeah. it never occurred to me until I don't know. Uh, some months ago, I think it was like, "Your debut? That can't be right." Like, was that something? Were you aware of that at yeah, all, or I, did you just duck it for a long time? Was it not something you wanted to, to do and take centre stage?
1: Well, I, I mean, I didn't realise that until the record was made. I went, "Oh, do you know what? This is the first actual thing." I've <laughs> and it was it was a strange thought. I thought, "Oh," but it's because I think I like working with people, with other people. Right. I like co-producing. I like putting projects together with other people. So. Um, so in a way that's kind of led how I've made music but for that album I was just giving people tracks and still you know doing a, co- a co-production a co thing with them almost so it kind of it shouldn't have scared me as much
0: <laughs> oh did it so scare you though huh did it, it, it like you said it shouldn't have scared you did it scare you was it something you actively
1: avoided I did actively avoid it, but it's kind of, you know, you put yourself out, you're like, well, you know, I, maybe I sounded good when Mark Rapson was producing with me or when <laughs> Aztec was producing right. with me, blah, blah, blah. Now I've got to do this. But the thing is, it's, again, it's like, okay, what's the important part here? Well, it's it's the voices, right? So, and that's, for me, that's always the thing for me. It's it's, it's the voices and, and, and the song. So that's maybe the focus. I didn't even want to put it out under my own name actually, but um oh, right. time, but it seemed to make sense to do that after a while, so that's that's what happened.
0: But, yeah. Do you Do you have an alternative name in the back pocket that you
1: would have used? Yeah, various artists compilation
0: <laughs> <laughs> You would have ducked it completely. Oh my gosh. I thought yeah. like a pseudonym or something.
1: Yeah. It would have been, like, yeah, completely, yeah.
0: Davey D or something like that. And no. D. <laughs> ooh, yeah. <they're> <laughs> there you go. That's your Futuristica 15 year anniversary album right there. It's,
1: it's sorted. Do you want to come on board and co manage, man, as well?
0: I absolutely <laughs> do. I really, really. I have no musical skill at all, but I can play the heck out of a triangle. But it, uh, yeah. right, You're doing better nine. <laughs> <laughs> Like so, another like project that you've like, w- which I guess was was very largely. I know you worked with other artists, but you got obviously the Jazz Chronicles projects, which right. uh, stunning releases, so 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 good. And that's a great example of something where it wasn't about the voices at all, right? Yeah, I know yeah. you've used uh, 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 vocal talents throughout uh, various mm. um, of the of those releases, but that was that was all lush music and production, wasn't it?
1: Well, well, thank you. Um, it was, and it's it's almost like another head. It's literally, you know, a few years of just sampling and making tracks and just going, well, what's here and is there an album's worth of stuff here? Okay, there is. Let's let's see what happens. Mm. And you know, I don't know what's it now. Is that three albums? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of there's more there's more vocals on the last thing I did, um, purposely because I think it kind of gets a bit boring, but um yeah it's it's my own little kind of just you know mess about project really if you, if, if you see what i mean mm. but, um, is it
0: kind of connected to sort of like i was liking stuff like that where you kind of think oh there's a guy who sort of really liked hip-hop and discovered say jazz through samples and stuff like that is that probably a fair assessment
1: that's exactly exactly right. What it is. Yeah. <laughs> that
0: was my that was my avenue as well. Like I I, I was a, like I really I always say the nineties for me are really really special because that's when I fell in love with music. Like yeah. it was through nineties hip hop, and I was so grateful that I was around at that time to. Absorb that in the way I did, but I didn't grow up in a household of music. And I always talk to people, particularly here uh, on these podcasts, where they go, "Oh, yeah, I grew up when I was five years old. Stevie Wonder records, Gladys Knight records. I didn't have that. My mom had two cassette tapes in the car. Yeah. One was uh, Lionel Richie, Back to Front, and the other was Chris Berg. That's my musical background." <laughs>
1: there's some jazz on those albums <laughs> well
0: certainly the Lionel Richie one but I don't know don't pay the ferryman you can only hear it so many times
1: this is very true
0: <laughs> <laughs> so kind of that was when I when I got, got into hip-hop the fact that so much of it was sampled went right over my head sure Do you know what I mean so that's why I ended up progressing into older music so it's like oh my gosh that sample that sample so I hear a project like Jazz Chronicles and I'll it'll always connect with me because I kind of feel that that was the avenue that the artist in your case, uh, you uh, kind of took. So it's cool that that was kind of right.
1: Okay. Well, well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm completely in that, you know, that world that you're, you're talking about where, you know, nineties was, was the discovery era because, you know, all those early nineties hip hop records started using like beautiful samples. And I'm like, well, what, what is that? I, I just couldn't understand what that was, how they, how they made that. And then, you know, you find out, you see things and you listen to old records and that's it. I was just chasing, chasing records, not, not for the breaks particularly, but just ones that sounded as nice as that, mm. you know, and it was all about capturing that sound. And those guys used equipment in the nineties, like the NPCs and SPs, and they just processed the samples so nicely and just gave it this kind of, this quality that you just can't, no one has anymore because nobody uses that stuff really. for right. sure a few people anyway. Mm. I love that era. It's just, it's just where it all comes from for me.
0: Are there any standout records? I don't know, catching you off guard, but like, are there any sort of standout records or artists or albums where sure. you think, oh gosh, that was the one for me?
1: Well, I mean, Gangstar are my favorite. Uh, oh, great. My, my favorite group of all time. So, oh wow. Amazing. It, it's them, it's them More Tribe, Tribe Quest. Yes. And, you know, but but then you know, looking at some of the other artists that came up through that era, the, uh, the digging in the crates crew like Diamond D and Showbiz, and yeah. Adrian, all that, just and the uh, beat miners guys, you know, from Black Moon and everything, yeah, just dirty, cruddy, but beautiful, absolutely beautiful music,
0: yeah, just yeah, amazing, lively. yeah, a huge gangsta and tribe fan myself as well, so yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, actually I noticed on Facebook you put up uh, the new uh, one of the new tri- uh, tribe records from the Thank You For Your Service album as well which is uh, which is an awesome release so that was a lovely return to form for them
1: oh I was so happy I was so glad and you know at first I'll be honest I was like oh okay what's this yeah. <laughs> but, but you know I had it in my head for, for a couple of days and I was like oh this is just monstrous, monstrous music it's just yeah. so big and just beautiful and just poignant and you know emotional
0: just amazing yeah that album couldn't have sounded any any better i think in anyone's head i think it was yeah. it was more than anyone could have wanted it to be i thought so yeah yeah, it
1: was it was incredible
0: yeah awesome awesome um uh, another aspect of your amazing music uh is i always thought the, the, the your selection of remixes uh as well which is oh, just wow. so incredible like the the list like i i've often thought man you gotta just like put like a, an awesome volume one volume two package on band camping and, and just sort of reintroduce people to to some of those things because so uh you've got some awesome stuff man from the, the jill scott tune which was one of the first ones of of yours i ever sort of stumbled on the crown royal remix oh my which God, was, man, wow. great tune the, the sun ra uh remix which is this tune i'm i adore in, in of itself so oh, thank you yeah bless you for sort of tackling that like uh, uh robert glasper there's uh, another no one, uh, Arup Roy, Tai, like, what kind of goes into the decision to sort of pluck an artist and say, alright, let's, let's kind of reinvent this track a little bit?
1: Oh, it's, it's so strange thinking about all those things. Um, I I don't know, I just have to just, you know, just think that. It's mainly, it's mainly why isn't that long enough or doesn't it, you know, it or, <laughs> I need to hear it more and just, you know, so like an edit happens and then an a remix happens and all that, so um, it's just because it's you know just loving the track just loving the track and having something maybe not to add to it but just to you know just to do my own version for me and then you know inevitably someone will go hey do you want to put that out so, okay it's just it's just for me to play mm-hmm. so you know it's they're never with any purpose
0: on uh, your reinvention of, of certain songs I yeah it's uh it's really magic I, again that sunra one uh, is one I, I come back to a lot because uh, it's a beautiful song. Uh, Where there is no sun, uh, with uh, Dave Gilmore, and um, oh. it's a it's a lovely reintroduction of that. I think songs like that are always great to reintroduce uh, classics to new generations and new audiences. So yeah, awesome stuff. Really Thank great.
1: you. Thank
0: you. I guess one other thing I certainly wanted to mention is uh, the talk of a new Sun Circle project as well. Which uh, you know is it, it's it's on the way. It's it's going well. Uh, where'd you hear
1: that? No, <laughs> <laughs>
0: An insider, let me
1: know. Yeah, an, in, an inside, an inside an insider. One
0: <laughs> half of the other half of Sun Circle.
1: <laughs> Ooh, but don't but, say that, Isaac. <laughs> you know, we've been, we've been you know working on the little bits here and there because it's just you know it's just a it's just a thing we do when we've got some time around projects we're both doing so uh but we're making a, an effort to mm. to get something together by the end of the year for next year I think
0: okay great
1: that's definitely a you know there's a focus for that to happen next year
0: is it difficult kind of I mean it's been some years now since I guess the first one is it I don't know, do you kind of feel like you have to approach things in a different way? Because it's, it's not necessarily just Deborah Jordan, Simon mm. S, it's Sun Circle. And do you ever have to think, well, what does Sun Circle stand for in of itself as opposed to just the two of us as individuals? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. And, you know, for instance, like looking over older stuff that I put together for that project, you know, many years ago, I kind of go, oh, I can't really deal with that stuff now. We have to, you know, reinvent it again just for us to be able to, to write it so um and having said you know that i think it will be more written and less sample based a combination of you know kind of loops and and but more writing a bit more a bit more um kind of orchestrating yeah i'd say
0: all oh, right excellent well i certainly look forward to it it would uh yeah make a great um uh inclusion i think for your for your what's going to be a very special year next year i would have thought so it would make a great uh Addition to that lineup, cool. I would have thought.
1: Oh, thank you. I hope so.
0: Yeah. So I guess uh, the final thing, if I may, uh, to to sort of mention is uh,
1: uh, the
0: the, <laughs> the pinch myself. I can't believe it. Inclusion of Futuristica uh, as a radio show uh, for for Blue and Green Radio, which I I am a giddy schoolgirl over. Which is <laughs> which is it's like how what huh? I don't even know what to say about that, dude. I'm, I was blown away uh, that it was something that you kind of wanted to get back in because it's been some years since you, you did radio yourself, right, before.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, touched on things years ago. Um, and I've I, I just been, you know, checking out people over the last few months, especially, you know, monitoring Deborah's plays and stuff like that on the mm. on the shows that we know and the people that we, you know, we sort of listen to regularly anyway and i just thought you know it it would be nice to do something and um and then i was checking you guys out just thought it's just such a nice group of people you know just seems like a nice vibe and that that's all it has to be for me it's just like if it connects it connects you know what i mean
0: you could literally go anywhere so (laughs) i'm not and i'm not uh, you know like i'm not immune to that fact so uh yeah it caused a lot of excitement even steve uh from uk vibe as well you know obviously you know, he's part of the team so he was like oh my god
1: that's that's amazing so oh, that's, yeah. that's good to know you tell steve i'm still doing my tea at 80 degrees right okay <laughs> I'll, I'll pass that on
0: <laughs> yeah he's well okay <laughs> well he's obviously speaks nothing but amazing things about you and deborah so oh, bless uh him. so yeah that's awesome uh, so as you know, we're regular listeners will know we pick a closing song uh, at the end of every podcast. So we reached out to you, of course, dude. And uh, did you have time to pick uh, a closing song to send uh, people home very happy with?
1: Yes, I did. I did. And um, it's by a piano player that is a favorite of myself and Deborah's called Bill Evans. Oh, amazing. And it's a solo album. Um, of his one of his solo albums and he does a version of the loved theme from Spartacus oh wow into Nardis which is just it's one of my favorite pieces of music of all time so i'll i'll leave you with that
0: that's awesome. We certainly look forward to being able to, uh, to host Futuristica Radio. We hope we'll, we'll, we'll make a welcome home and do you guys proud. And we've got a whole week of shows uh, at the week of this, this podcast. We'll have a whole week of Futuristica-based shows as well, which we're really excited about. So oh, I uh, hope you guys will like that as well.
1: Thank you so much. It's, it's, it's an honor. Thank you
0: that's so cool dude i've taken up too much of your evening already i want to say thank you so much for your time so much love to you so much love to deborah futuristica team as well so i've uh, just done incredible things and uh, it's just amazing to see kind of everything kind of fall into place uh, the way it has over the last few months which, which is really exciting so congratulations to you all
1: thank you so much thank
0: you